Yo, what's happening? This is your host, Tinto. And before we get started on this week's episode, I just want to give a shout out to somebody anonymous who left me seven solid, generous coffees. And your comment there reads, cheers to half a million streams. Tinto, love the podcast and wish you another successful year. P.S. I've listened to all the episodes more than twice. <laughs> Are you hinting that I've been a little slow on this? Well, guess what? You've had two successful ones for this week and I plan to keep the pace up. Um, so yeah, if you want to give to the podcast and support in a similar way, please head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Felix Station and give as your spirit leads. Remember, there's nothing too small to support the podcast that you've grown to love. Without out of the way, let's go straight into this week's episode. Brace yourselves because yo, this guy was moving mad. Is that a breakup? Break? I think we have a situation right here. Hello? Hi, Tinto. Hey, what's happening? How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm feeling a little better. You might hear my voice is a bit fluey. That's because <laughs> <laughs> this week, right, COVID knocked yeah. me the hell out. Gosh, COVID in 2023. I'm sorry, man. Imagine, you know, and I was busy thinking we got rid of this thing ages ago, but it, it, it came to just flex and say, hey, listen, yeah, don't forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and I was out there busy putting my hands up and giving it due respect. My gosh. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm good. You're, you're a bit better now. Yes. No, I'm good. Hopefully my voice is not going to croak up for the recording. If it does, guys, I'm sorry, but we just had to soldier <laughs> on, right? Yes. Welcome to the Feeling Station. Thank you for having me. For those listening to this podcast for the first time, it's a romantic family and friendship breakup podcast showcasing stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give lessons from their experiences. I hope you find today's story entertaining, but more importantly, meaningful. And uh, the podcast is popular for two main reasons. The first being I do my best to keep my guests anonymous, which brings me to the fun part. Are you ready for this, my friend? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so your name is from the beautiful sunny country of Egypt. And oh wow. Yeah, and your name is Nubia, which is N U B I A. Oh, okay. Right, Nubia, and what that means is gold or golden. I see. Yeah, nice name, eh? Very nice. And what would you like to call the person you're talking about today? <clears throat> <laughs> you have to clear your voice, yeah? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> should I be scared here? Hmm. No, not even. <laughs> okay. So, what, what you got? <laughs> I'm going to call the person that I'm talking about. There might be a bit, one or two more characters in the story, but okay. we will just name them when we get to them. Yeah, yeah. But the main character, I'll name him Kaya. Okay, Kaya. That means home. Yes, okay. because he was familiar. Ooh, nice. This, yeah, he was familiar and he felt like home for a certain period of time. So yeah, sounds, I'll name him Kaya. Sounds like a deep love for this guy. You know, just by the way you say it and you just described him now. Are you sure this relationship is done, my friend? <laughs> you know the part when the police goes dust to dust? Yeah. Ashes to ashes, mm -hmm. yes. That's, that's, where, that's where you that's are. That's how done and dusted <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. And the second reason why the podcast is doing great is the real life lessons that people learn from the story that you're going to share. So what would you like someone listening to the episode now to learn from your experience sure <clears throat> okay i'm sorry about clearing my throat allergies are doing the most for me yeah, so that's cool so yeah anyway so my first lesson is you are the realest mvp mm. take care of you mm. 
and choose you. Mm, I like that. Okay. Yes. Getting the, um, listen number two. I got a loss. <laughs> oh, you got a loss, yeah? How many you got for me today? <laughs> I got eight for Jeez, you. You're joking, Tinsa. right? Like for real? For real, for real. You know, I've only got a tiny memory, yeah? And I need to try and remember all of these things on the fly. <laughs> okay, fine, then, let's do it. Uh, you, you, you're going to pull up your, yeah. I don't know, yeah, your so, math game yeah, or your science game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's have number two. Number two is guard your mental health at all times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is very real. Number three. At all times. Number three is a failed relationship does not necessarily trans- translate to you being the problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I like that. Number four. Yeah. Number four. Manipulation can feel a lot like love. Be careful. Ooh. Hey, do you know what? This <laughs> is a situation I've been in myself once upon a time. I was like, hey. <laughs> thought I was in love, yeah, but when I look back, I'm like, jeez, <laughs> this woman <laughs> was manipulating me strong, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we need to be careful to understand okay. um, and to draw the line. All right, all right, cool. Uh, yeah. Listen, number five. Number five is forgive and heal for you. Oh, yes, I like that a lot. Yeah. Number six. Number six, no one has the power to break you unless you give it to them. Hey, hey. Ah, you really thought about this, yeah? <laughs> and you show this guy, you felt familiar and you called him Kai. I felt like going home. Hey, hey. <laughs> and then the lessons. <laughs> anyway, okay, number seven. Number seven, if we are breathing, then there's still hope. If, if we are breathing, then there's still hope. Yes, not yeah. not necessarily for relationships, but okay. I mean in the sense, hey. yeah, in the sense that after the trauma and everything, sometimes you might feel like, okay, my world is done. But oh, if yeah, we're yeah, breathing, yeah. then yeah. there's still hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's amazing. I like that a lot. And the yeah. last one. The last one. Mm-hmm. You could also be a villain, so mm-hmm. take responsibility Amen. for your own shit. Amen. I like that. Two yeah. two episodes ago, the guy came up, put his hands up, and said, "Look, I was the villain." Right, I'm the one who <laughs> who messed up, and it was a breath of fresh yeah. air. You know, I actually wish a lot more yeah. people on the podcast would come with owning their shit. Yeah, um, you gotta own your own shit. I, I'm I'm inclined to tell a story of my own, uh, where okay. where I need to own up to my own shit because honestly, I have grown from it. Yes, and 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 if God is kind enough, uh, and because it's such a long time ago, I'm hoping people have forgotten who she was. <laughs> I can talk about that and then talk about my shit too, and know, and then hope somebody, yeah. you know, hopefully somebody grows out of that. So let me play those yeah. back. Number one, you're the realest MVP. Take care of you and choose you. Number two, guard your mental health at all times. Number three, a failed relationship does not translate to you being the problem. Number four, mm-hmm. manipulation can feel a lot like love. Be careful. Number five, forgive and heal for you. Number six, mm-hmm. no one has the power to break you unless you give it to them. Number seven, if we are breathing, there's still hope. And last but not least, you can also be a villain. So take responsibility. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Nubia, this is heavy already. <laughs> I ain't, I'm not even going to waste no more time. Let's get straight <laughs> into it. Where did you meet Kaya and why did you feel I'm going to give him a chance at the relationship? So, funny story. I met Kaya at his parents' house. Mm-hmm. 
that was 2011. Mm-hmm. And me being at his parents' house, we actually, there was the first time I was meeting him. He was friends with, um, his little brother was my friend. So that's how I was, I was visiting his little brother yeah, yeah. at their parents' house. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I then got to meet him. He just popped in from work for lunch or something. Mm. And then it was just like a hi, bye, nice to, hi, nice to meet you, bye type of situation. How old were you at that time? Um, in 2011, I was around 18, 19. So 18 years old and then you're checking out a guy who's coming up from work and you're like, hmm. Not, not really. No. Mm-hmm. In that moment, it was just a high, nice, high, big bro, you know, type of vibe. High, big bro. Nice to meet you. Bye. Okay. Situation. Right. Nothing. I, I didn't even check out if the guy is hot or anything yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Okay. At, at that moment. Yeah, got it. So got no. It. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so as time went on, um, we'll always bump into each other when I was his little brother and... That's just it. No contact of any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward two years after, it was around 20, 21. And then we met again. I was with his little brother. We were, we'd gone for like a date. Me and this guy were like genuine friends. Mm-hmm. We, I was with his little brother. We had gone on a date. Lunch was done. And then he was coming to pick up his little brother. Mm-hmm. That's when we met. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, oh, okay. So Nubia, can I have a number? I'm like, okay. And in that moment, I didn't even think much into it because to me, he was big brother. That was it. Mm-hmm. So I gave him my number and because my, my friend was like, yeah, sure. Give him your number. Because I looked at my friend. I'm like, oh, okay, this is your brother. Why is he asking for my number? And yeah. then he gave me that. Mm. Come on, man. His big bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Gave him my number. Um, we started talking. Hold randomly check up on me how you doing and those days were also, I was also trying trying to go to college so how's that going what do you want to study and all of that stuff but um I never really like there was no I like you you know or any and also one thing about me I'm so oblivious on so many occasions I have to have my friends tell me that guy likes you I'm like oh really mm. and then they're like you so you can't say it I'm the I was the oblivious chick I still am <laughs> So I never got, I never got the tips and the signs from this guy. Yeah. Then randomly one day he, so I then moved to a different city and then he says to me, he randomly called me the normal checkup. How are you doing? So how's the family and all of that. Then he says, he just asked me, so I've got a question to ask. I'm like, sure. Will you date an older guy? Um, and I'm saying, how old are we talking about? Right. In the conversation, he says, um, five or more. And then I said, uh, I'm not sure about that, but maybe I wouldn't know. Right. And then mind you, this guy was 10 years older than me. Mm. So when I was 21, he was 31. Yeah. 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 And then like, oh, okay, fine. And that was, that was, that's how the conversation ended. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. Continued the, the random conversation, continued the visits and, and all of that. And well, the conversation now got to like long hour, longer hours, but there was, there's still no, I want to date you. There was just that one question if you date an older guy and that's it. And then um, fast forward to... So kind of grew apart. So, so hang yeah, on. Okay. In, your, in your naive mind, as you're saying, you know, that you're very quite, quite blasé, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That, that question did not linger at all. It was just like, oh, you just asked me if I would do this and then you just went on with your life as normal. You didn't ha- so have a moment like not. Mud. Okay. It did not. In that, in that moment, it did not at all. Okay. All right. 
Yes. And then um, fast forward to 20, around 27. So we grew apart somehow, despite the long, now that we're talking for longer hours and all of that. Somehow we just grew apart and it was a random call after a few months and that's it. Mm. And then 2017 um, to 2019, mm. that's when um, we kind of got back because me and me and his little brother were hanging again. His brother had moved, um, had moved abroad. Mm-hmm. And then now when his brother came back, that's when we also kind of saw each other and we're hanging, not necessarily hanging, but then he would obviously be around me and his brother. Yeah. Then now he's, um, that's when he started making actual moves and saying, yo, I really like you. But then in my head, I'm just like, but to me, you're like a brother, you know, you're the guy I would want to come to and vent about my friendships, whatever, college yeah. and all of that. But then now you're telling me you like me? What is going on here? And then I'm telling his little brother that your brother's making moves, your friend, your brother's making moves on me. Yeah. And then the little brother's like, so? Come on. Why not? Mm. You're, you're fam, so you might as well date my brother. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But one problem was this guy had, um, he had a daughter. Right? Not that it's a problem per se, but in my head, I'm just thinking, baby mama drama. Okay. That's what my head was going to. Not that there's anything wrong with um, a guy with a child. Mm. But then for me, I was just thinking, baby mama drama. Mm. And then he kept on make, uh, pursuing me. He's like, um, I want to date you. I really want to make you my girlfriend. But then some of it was also subtle. You know, he wasn't coming in hard. So some days I would forget about it. And even if he shows up at my office with lunch or says, oh, can I take you home? And all of that for me, it was, oh, okay, big bro again is taking me home. Then one day I was just like, okay, you know what? You're so all over my life. You're taking me to church, going to church with me. And you keep saying, you, you keep making moves and all of that. What exactly is it that you want? Fine. You said you like me, mm. but what exactly do you want? Do you want to tap and go? Do you want an actual relationship do you want to date me and get to know me till we get to that part where we say, okay, this is exclusive. We're doing this. Mm. What exactly do you want from me? Let's just put it out there so that uh, no, there's clarity and, you know, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Then he says to me, I actually want to get to know you more and be exclusive with you, be my girlfriend. So I'm just thinking this guy's 10 years older than me. What am I going to do with a guy who's 10 freaking years older than me? Mm-hmm. But I must say, nigga was hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when did you start seeing that he was hot? Because you, you obviously didn't see it when you when you first saw him when he came and you're like, hi, hi, I'm the older brother, and that's it. And yes. and and over the five six years we've been talking, it doesn't sound like you saw him that way. So what? He just became hot overnight. No, he was. But then in my head, it's just like my my mm-hmm. friend's hot brother. That's it. Not oh, okay. my my hot potential. Okay, partner. right. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was just my friend's hot brother, and that's it. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Um, let's do this, all right? But um, I was still a bit skeptical about the age difference, you know. Well, so what I, is I was that, well, What is that bod- bothered you about the age difference? I was quite a naive um, girl, and my dating experience was not that I think by that time I probably dated like two guys Mm -hmm. in my life. And 
they were not, I think the old, the oldest was like three years older than me. So in my head, I just thought maybe he's a bit, um, I might be too much, too young for him. So um, I was like, oh, okay, fine. Let's, let me just give this a try. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did give it a try. We're exclusive. And, um, you know, he was very, he was a very sweet guy an amazing guy, mm-hmm. but let me put a sidebar. This guy was, um, you know, those guys who don't ask for attention. They walk into a room, attention goes to them. They draw the attention. They don't ask for it. Yeah, yes, Kaya. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Kaya was the clean, the guy with the clean shave, the crisp white shirt, mm. was smelling super nice in everything. So I would notice this attention from the ladies when, say, we're going to we're going for breakfast or. Mm. Which exactly, I would not be going grocery shopping. I would notice the attention from the ladies. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't want a piece of that too. That's why I'm with the guys. So it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's okay. But for me now, the problem came when it was even colleagues, there's all the ladies from work with the random gifts um, from abroad, the ladies from work saying um so i just baked a cake last night uh i got you a piece i'm like mm, don't you think you're too comfortable with those women mm. now that you're with someone don't well, you think you're just too comfortable what was his response and then he says to me no babe that's not it it's just those women who are just all over me i'm like yeah they're all over you because you let them be mm-hmm so no, 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 that's not an excuse for me. And it's not a reason for you to accept gifts and everything. How will you then feel if I have all these random guys buying me gifts or showing up at my house or showing up at my office? So about gifts, right? Um, in the corporate environment, if you have colleagues that you become close with, it's kind of second nature if they go abroad that they give you a tiny thing to say, oh yeah, I went abroad, you know, I thought he might like this because it's friendly to do that. Yes, I get that. But then with 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 Kaya, the gifts were not from colleagues who had traveled, like bringing you a souvenir or bringing you just a gift. Like because um, Tinto likes coffee, so yeah. I'm in Kenya. I'm just going to bring mm. him some Kenyan coffee. No, mm. it was colleagues that have transferred to abroad branches, right? Mm-hmm. Or have chosen a different career path. Now sending you kicks, sending you cologne. Why are you sending my man cologne? And why is my man accepting the cologne? From a fe- from female colleagues, so how come it's never male colleagues? Okay, if it was a male colleague, would it be a different story? It would be a different story, okay, unless I know that the male colleague to be gay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be worried. <laughs> okay, I won't dwell on this long, but yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, okay, so, so he's receiving these gifts, and you're like, yo, man, this, this is not okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so I then noticed um, a certain pattern from him. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you would, um, he would call, right? And then like, hey, um, I'm outside your office. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just finishing up something. I'm coming. And then when I jump out, I, we talk, whatever. Let's say he's dropping, he's dropping off something or just coming to say, hey, babe. And then he goes, and then you would find maybe like, um, 
the caretaker or the guy who's at the gate who says, or the receptionist saying, oh, this guy has been here for a while. I'm like, when you say a while, what do you mean? And then she would say about 15, 20 minutes. I checked my call log. This guy just called me, Kaya just called me five minutes ago. So what was he doing for the last 15 minutes that he was outside? Mm-mm. And then so I didn't think much into it at that moment. In those, in those days when I first started noticing it, mm. or this girl telling me, the receptionist telling me, he's been here for a minute. And I just, I just brushed it off. Then the other time um, when he came, I asked the receptionist again, how long has this guy been here? How long has this car been here? And then she says, dude has been here for a long time. And on that particular day, I had a certain event at my at my workplace. So there were so many cars, right? Mm. But then I just asked her about that one, one particular car, which was Kaya's. Mm. And then she said, it's been here for a very long time. I didn't even know there was someone inside. I thought it was one of the, one of the participants we have for today. Mm. And I'm like, a long time? What do you mean? And then she says, when I say long, I mean long. Mm. Why do you ask? And then I really couldn't say why I was asking. I just simply said, oh, okay. I woke up to Kaya's car. I'm like, hey, babe, how are you? How long have you been here? He says, ah, just a few minutes. I was just taking a few phone calls. Mm. Um, and then I called you. I'm just finishing one right now. Mm. This was a lie because clearly people have seen you. Mm. And then I went to the security guys, CCTV. Right. Uh, 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 Nubia, no, Nubia, Nubia. I had to. Relax. I had to confirm. <laughs> Why? Because he just someone told me that you were here for a span, but then you just told me a few minutes, and you were just taking a few phone calls. Then you called me. Yeah. So why not say that someone says you've been here for a span? Because hey. Well, I don't know. Uh, I they, just didn't they say. Then you're starting that. to move a bit mad, also. Going to look at security systems. And also, did the people allow you to look at the systems? Well, with our line of work, yes, we had to. We had to. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Okay. With our line of work, we had to. Mm-hmm. Some, when we had some of those events and whatever, we had, if we were to ask, then they'll be thinking, okay, maybe, Fine. maybe this guy's, the office guys think it's a, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. breach or whatever. So okay, we yeah, might yeah. as well. All right. Gotcha. Show gotcha. them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I had that clearance. Mm-hmm. So then I noticed, yeah, the nigga actually had been there for a while. I'm like, but man's, um, so then I, I asked him, how long did you say you had been in the parking lot, by the way, in the afternoon? Then he looked at me with the, like I was moving mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks at me with that face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why are you asking me that? I'm like, no, just, just asking, just checking. And then you, you repeated his statement. Like I told you, I was there for a few minutes, made a few phone calls, then finally called you. Mm. Then I simply said, oh, okay. Why I didn't um, ask further, I really don't know. But at the same time, now I'm just wondering, why are you, this is shady, you know? Then things, so I kept um, feeling like, okay, so this guy's probably watching me or following me or whatever. But in that moment, it was just a feeling. And also because of the fact that he had been in my parking lot and everything, things are fine. Um, but then I remember 
noticing certain things about him now that I'm in a relationship with him and it's no longer oh, a high buy situation. Mm. Now that I'm actually in a relationship with this guy and I'm getting to know him better, I then noticed certain things about him. And I remember telling one of my friends and I said, I really don't know the relationship between this guy and his father now or how it was. But I know for a fact that when he was younger, it was a bad relationship. Somehow he has traumatic, um, ex- he had traumatic experiences with his dad and he really needs to work on that. If me and him are going to work and if he's going to be a better friend, colleague or father. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can't and just then, say you started noticing certain things because I'm going to want to know what those are now with what you just described. Okay. So one of those things, one of, one of the things that made me ask um, how his childhood was, was how he was constantly, how he felt wronged so many times. How you constantly would say, this is what my siblings always do to me. Mm. This is what um, the boss always does to me. This is what this person always does to me. And then the other thing that I noticed was how he always had negative things to say, even about the people he claimed he loved. Right. He always had negative things to say. Mm. To the extent that there was a time he came to pick me up. I was going for a marathon in the morning. Mm. And the only positive or nice thing he said was commenting on my nails. He simply said, baby, your nails are so good. Mm -hmm. And then when he was dropping me off um, at the starting point, I said, before I closed the car door, I said to him, babe, do you know how drained I am from the the drive to my house to this place, Mm. from all the negative things you were saying? Mm -mm. Next time, if you've got nothing nice to say, please, let's drive in silence. Mm -mm. So now my question, this is in my head before I spoke to him. I'm, 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 I'm questioning how come people are always doing you wrong? There's no you doing the next yeah. person wrong. Be it as your, mm. the mother of your daughter, be it as your sisters, be it as your colleagues. How come people are always doing you wrong? And how come when your friend or anyone else is wronged by someone, in, someone who's close to them, it's a problem to you? And that person becomes your mm. enemy and all of that. It's not really, yes, sometimes it's that deep, but then you don't have to take it that deep. So many mm. things happen and it's not a you problem. It's probably the next person's issue. So stop personalizing stuff. So that's mm. when um, one day I, find, I, I just decided, yo, let's have this conversation. What happened with your dad? And then it's a car started telling mm. me, I never felt good enough. My father always, um, he always had negative things to say about me. I was never good enough, be it at sport, be it at academics. I was never good enough, but my siblings were. And mm. I asked him, have you had the conversation with your father now as an adult? He says, mm. no, I'm done. The, my mom is still alive, so I'll use my time and energy with my mom. Mm-mm. Then I said, but you know what? Your relationship with your father is actually also affecting my relationship with you. As much as you don't say it, but I constantly, because with him, I constantly, I have OCD. Kaya had OCD, but from an OCD person to another OCD person, he was worse. (laughs) (laughs) There's levels to this shit. (laughs) Yes, he was worse. So he is he is worse that the most supplies we would buy for his house were the detergents. That's what would be constantly be 
<laughs> risk talking in his house. Wow. Yes. That's him. So I say to him, this is affecting my relationship with you. Um, so I don't know how best you can have a conversation with your father so that me and you are okay. Then, um, yeah. so it then happened that, um, I guess this attention from all these women also then made him feel, I don't know, feel like, okay, so even if this doesn't work out, I've got something to fall back on. Well, that's, that's my theory. Because mm. there were days when I would say, I felt, I always told him that, you know what, on some days I feel I'm not a priority to you. Someone, can, someone mm. one of your colleagues or a friend can call you at 2 a.m. and you would leap off the bed, put on your, your slides and go help them out. But with me, you have probably, you probably have to think about it or send someone else to come and help me and then that, and then check on me later on if whatever I wanted fixed is fixed now. But then with other people, mm, it's easier mm. for you to just drop everything and do it. So now I'm wondering mm. where I, where, where am I on your list of priorities? And I even told him, I understand your daughter as your number one and I have no problem with that. But after your daughter, please mm. let me know where I fall so that I understand the dynamics <laughs> so that I know I, mm, I can call mm. out on someone. I can call, call on someone else, not you. Fast forward, um, we had a we had an incident where his phone rang. But here's the thing now with technology. We had both his smartwatch and his phone in one room, all right, in the same room. Mm. So he was holding his mm -hmm. phone and his watch was on mm. the side of the bed where I was sitting on. Then he, mm -hmm. you know, when you hit the volume, the volume button and then you silence the phone. Yeah. That's what happened. Now his smartphone was ringing. Mm. Um, just saying, so it wasn't my phone. Now I'm just looking at him. I'm like, yo, Kaya, answer your call. Mm. Then he didn't. Mm. Phone rings the second time. He does the same thing. Phone rings the third time. He does the same thing. Mm -mm. And then because I'm not saying anything now, he felt the need to explain to me. I didn't ask anything, <laughs> but he, he felt the need uh, to explain to me. Okay. Then he says to me, "So, um, this is a, this is a, this is a work, guys, and I feel it's just after ten, babe. Work is done, you know. I need, but I'm just saying, um, sir. Sometimes with your line of work, you you just do things." During even the wee hours of the morning, if need be. But anyway, I'm going to let you be. Then I simply said, oh, okay. Then I left it. So sadly, like I said, the smartwatch was on my side of the bed. And then a message popped up. And it said, oh. part of the message said, um, don't tell me it's another one. Uh, another one? Yeah. And then I... I simply said, oh, okay. And then the second message popped up and it said, if you're done with me, let's just, if you're done with me, let's just end things peacefully. Ah, 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 ah. No need to ignore me. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> mm. Now I'm in my cotton pajamas, not even silk satins one, satin ones, but I'm hot. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold it right there. Hold up. I say to him, sorry, you said who was calling you again? He said, it's the, call, it's the work people. I'm like, who exactly from work is calling you? 
Mm. And now he gives me this guy's name. I said, oh, okay, that's fine. I take my slides, walk out of the bedroom, go to the kitchen, grab a glass of water, sip it mm. on my way back to the bedroom. I'm like, you know, I'm not dumb, right? Just so you know, your smartwatch is right next to me mm. and your messages are popping up. Please read these messages. Mm. Then he said, which ones? I've got so many charts. I'm like, excuse me, sir. The recent ones. How do mm. I know about the rest of the charts in your phone? Read the recent ones. Now you couldn't read them out loud. I'm like, no, 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 please read it out loud for the people at the back to hear, mister. Hey. Let's hear it. Hey. He says, so it's not what you think. And then I say to him, you actually don't know what I'm thinking. So don't mm. give me that. I'm not thinking anything. I'm simply asking you a question. We're having a conversation. So let's just have it right now, right here. Mm. Then he says to me, so there's this girl who's been in my life for the longest time. And because of our families and mom and everything, you know, this typical cheaters book line that some of the dumb guys use. Not the clever one. The clever ones don't use that one. The dumb guys use that line. And then he says to me, so I'm failing to just, she's failing to let go. But I keep telling her I've moved on. And I'm, I, say to her, I say to him, no, 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 no. I've heard, told her that you've moved on and you are with someone and you want nothing to do with her. These messages would have, a, would have um, different content. Yeah, she would be, yeah, talk, she would be yeah. begging you. Yeah, to give her your time, to give her your heart and a chance again. Not this. Mm. This is mm. someone you've been with, who you probably don't want anymore. Who is saying, "Let's clarify things or where we stand." So don't give me that line. Then he says, "Okay, so do you want me to call her?" I said, "No. Why would I want you to call her? It's like so that you get her side of the story. I don't want anyone's side of the story. I want your side of the story, which you're even yes, failing to girl. give me." Mm. I don't want this girl side of the story. You're failing to give me this. Then he says, so this chick was some rich chick. Mm -hmm. When I then did my due diligence after getting the name and the last name and all of that. She was How some did you get the name and the last name? From him. Where else? Mm. Okay. From him. Mm -hmm. How he had because he had saved this girl's name and last name, and I asked him if that's the girl's actual name and everything. Then he said yes. And then from the profile picture that was on the girl's chart, it was I just simply said, Okay, that's fine. And then mm -hmm. when I then found out this girl was actually some old girl and everything. So this is where mm -hmm. some of the this is where some of the gifts were coming from. Oh yes, this is where some of the expensive kicks, expensive cologne were coming from. <sighs> So, so do they actually work together? Yes, they did. Mud. Okay. Yeah. So now, um, this is me just starting work. I'm not rich. <laughs> yes. So you can imagine how that then kind of made me feel. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. So now the insecurities were now starting to kick in. Hmm. I'm thinking, instead of me thinking that he's the problem, now I'm thinking, so maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe if I was rich, then this would not have happened. And so now I had all this, I was playing all these reasons in my head because he could not give me a reason why he was being, why he was cheating with me with this chick. He was cheating on me with this girl. So I had all those reasons in my head and I'm just thinking, okay, I might as well just leave this.
Mm. And I say to him, you know what, um, please take me home. I don't think I can, there's anything left for me to say here. Just take mm. me home. Then he says to me, no, we need to talk about this. And I said, but we just did. And you haven't given me a valid reason for you to cheat. Not that there's any valid reason for anyone in this world to cheat. But I was, I was just about to ask, what, what reason would have been good enough for you? No, that's what I'm saying. There was no, there was not going to be a valid reason, but in a certain way, I don't know. I was just, whatever I was expecting him to say is not what he just said. Not that if he had said anything different, it would change the situation. I, so so but I somehow what he said just didn't make sense. And remember when I started the conversation, it was lies. So mm. I simply said, no, no, you know what? Take me home. Then I got to my house. I get to my house i struggle to sleep next day i get to my office he's at my gate at the office mm. and then i'm saying what are you doing here he says i came to talk to you and i say to him i think i said that there's nothing to talk about mm. me and you are done and then mm. he says no 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 no. that's not it i'm like okay so if you want to stay there mister please do Mm. But right now, I actually have a meeting that I need to get to. So I need to get ready for that. So, you know, I'd do what you got to do. There's so much parking space here. Find find the perfect one for your car. Got yeah, into my yeah. office. Again, I asked this girl, how long has this guy been here? And then she says, when I got here, he was here. I'm like, what? Uh, what do you mean? She says, yes, when I got here, he was here. Mm. I'm like, okay, fine. Now I'm thinking, is it what I'm thinking? Mm. Or not. Then I left it. Did my meeting that he follows me around. Mm. Or he okay. that's what I was now starting to think. Mm. Then I get to the office, I do everything. He I asked I asked the girl, has he left? She says yes, he has left. I'm like, fine. Then after that, he shows up with flowers, an apology card, and everything. I just say, okay, that's fine. The girl, the reception takes it, then brings it to my office. Shows up mm. later on with some lunch and another bouquet of flowers and everything. Now he was love bombing me. I'm like, mm. okay, okay. Then he he goes back again. And then, so now it was like the whole day I, I had to decline calls. The whole day I had to tell people, tell him I'm busy and everything. Then I leave the, one of my colleagues was Mel. <clears throat> says, can I take you home? Mm. No, I actually asked this guy to take me home. Then he says, sure thing, no problem. This guy takes me home. And is this guy taking me home? Because me and this guy have been sort of friends in a certain way. I'm telling him, okay, so this is what happened with, with Kaya. He knew mm. Kaya. And I'm like, this is what happened with Kaya. And right now, all this flowers in your car, it's from him. He's saying sorry and all of that. Then he says to me, I really cannot tell you to keep the guy or let go. It's a mm. personal decision, but I'm mm. letting you know that as a guy, when I'm cheating, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's not like I don't know this is probably going to hurt my person. I know what I'm doing. So it's not like it's a mistake. Cheating is a mistake. It's never a mistake. Mm. Then in my head, I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's fine. He drops me off there. Then I get a message from Kaya. The moment I'm getting my, my flowers and everything from this guy's car, Kaya sends me a message and then he says, so... Already now you've got someone who's taking you home. Ah, I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. How do you know someone is taking me home? Yeah. 
but then I didn't ask. I simply got my mm. stuff, showed my friend from work the message, and then just got into my house. Mm. Then the next thing is, he says, please jump out. I want to talk to you. Mm. Then he, um, I jump out, and then I'm like, okay, so what's up? He's telling me, sorry, and everything. I say to him, no, just give me time. I really cannot mm. be doing this right now. This just happened yesterday. So you really cannot be coming hard at me like this, please. Mm. I need to breathe and process everything. And you've got to let me process everything. Whatever time is going to take me to process everything. It's like, yeah. fine. Yeah. So in all those days, there's a time I then went out with my friends. And in that time, I'm not giving him, I'm not talking to him that much. If he says good morning, I'm simply saying good morning. And that's it. But I didn't officially say we're done. Right. Mm. So in his mm. head, there's still room for us to work things out. Then I went out with my friends. Then bear in mind, Kaya is, does not do clubs, does not do festivals, does not do big events. The best he, he can do is a, the, is a restaurant. Does he drink at least? He does not drink alcohol. He doesn't smoke either. He doesn't smoke. <laughs> so some so some friends that I know of who don't yeah. drink, who don't smoke, who don't do any of that, their vice is usually women. Thank you. <laughs> ah, Kaya, Kaya. Okay, yeah, okay. So yeah, so he doesn't do drinking, doesn't do clubbing. Uh-huh. Yes. So now I'm at the club with my friends. And mm. then... We've got a night. So there's this, you know how when you've got a certain joint you like with, with the boys and then you're always trying to get that table at that joint yeah. for whatever reason, be it just the view or it's the, it's being far from the, from the noise or whatever. So we had a sport that we, we loved in that club. Then mm. once again, I get an, I get a text from Kaya and he says, you sure love that table. Oh, this is feeling very creepy now. This is midnight, 1 a.m. time. What? And the guy doesn't even go clubbing, but he knows that you always like that particular table. No, I'm looking over my shoulder <laughs> in the club and say, okay, wait a minute. What is this? So one of the security guys, when I was, when we were now leaving, says to me, if you mess up with your man, I swear mm. to God, we'll find you dead. He and just randomly said that? He, and I don't know this guy. You know how you know how the, the, the club bounces are like familiar faces because you see them when you go there, right? Yeah. So it's always yeah. a high, high because mm. of human beings, right? Mm. No mm. personal information shared or whatever. I didn't even know this guy like that. Then now mm. I'm walking out with the girls. Then he says to me, if you ever mess up things with your men, I swear to God, we'll find you dead. Mm. <sighs> Now I'm sitting in the car. I just had a good night. But I just got a disturbing SMS and disturbing conversation with the guy by the door. Mm. And then I get home. I'm twisting, I'm turning. Mm. Then, so now that I'm, I'm suspecting things and yeah. it's all creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. I call him. I ask him, can we talk? He says, yes, sure. Gives me mm. a time that you would want to talk. But he gives me a time that you would want to talk. But then also, some of the fights that I had or disagreements I had with Kaya during the course of this whole relationship, 
you uh, you'll find out that it was usually when I say, oh, can we talk? It would always be at his convenience. Mm. Be it he's the one who did you wrong or be it you're the one who has been wronged. It would always mm. be at his convenience. There was a time I called him and he straight up said to me, I don't have the energy for this phone call mm. and hung up on me. Mm. And I'm the one. And in that particular scenario, I was the one actually who had been hurt. Right. I wasn't yeah. the villain in that particular situation. I'm like, okay, fine. I call him. I said, you know what? You sometimes you send me disturbing SMSs. Um, the bouncer at the club gave me, said something to me that was also disturbing. Do you follow me around? Then he says, no, I don't. Do you have people following me around? He says, no, I don't. I said, okay, fine. Fast forward, we talked things over. I went back to this guy. God knows for whatever reason. I went back to this guy. But it was always, in a certain way, I felt, I would always feel manipulated. Yeah. Like, in the sense that sometimes you would say, I would have a, a certain event that I'm doing. My event mm. is done. The guys of the event are organizing my transport and everything. And then I say, okay, so I'm done, babe. This is me leaving. I'm going home, right? Mm. Mm. And then he says to me, no, wait there. What do you mm. mean I should wait here? I'm coming to get you. Oh, I'm sending someone to get you. But I just said, these guys are taking me home. So I yeah. don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But then I then realized that it was all looking back. I then realized it was all because I want to control how it is. If you're going mm. home, I want to make sure you actually are home. Because mm. who and, knows if this guy's be the one who, and I want to be the one who's done it. Exactly. Who knows if this guy's, maybe you will tell them you want to stop by some other guy's place. And then after that, that's when they'll take you the, the guys from your event will take you home. So no, mm. I'm sending someone to get you. There was a time I had an event. I said, I'm done. My friend is taking me home. A friend he knew. And then Kaya says, no, 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 no. This guy's coming to get you. The guy was supposed to come and get me, get, comes to get me. And guess what? Kaya is in a three hour long meeting. I'm sitting in his no. car, waiting for him after a long day and an event. Hey. I'm calling, I'm texting, he's not responding. Walks into his car, acts like everything is okay. There's no, hey, babe, I'm sorry this took long. Mm. I apologize. Or, hey, babe, how was your day? No. Mm. It's, hey, babe, shall we go? Mm. I'm like, um, Okay. So what then, what I then did was I was with him because also of these wealthy women in his life, also there's like um, bosses in his life who were female would always be getting him gifts, calling him and texting him. It fed into my insecurities. Yeah, yeah. And I constantly didn't feel good enough because the next thing, I can't get you expensive sneakers every now and then, but then this woman is getting you that and you're entertaining that woman despite being with me. So in, I was constantly in a state of wanting to always look perfect. My nails are done perfect. My hair is done perfect. My dress is perfect. I constantly mm. was in this 
space where I wanted to be perfect for him. Mm-hmm. Because maybe then this will then stop you from being with all these other women. Mm. So then, then now I'm thinking, okay, so maybe I shouldn't have dated an older guy. I should have just dated someone my age. Jeez, you got a lot of things that are starting to play in your mind, eh? So now I've got all my own, my own insecurities coming along mm. and I'm constantly not feeling good enough. Mm. Then, so remember the colleague who then once took me home when I was fighting with Kaya? Mm. So I could constantly, I would constantly go to him and talk about my problems with Kaya. Then mm. this guy made advances, I guess, because he knew of some of my problems, the problems that I had with Kaya. Yeah. He made he yeah. made advances, right? Mm. Mm. And then one day I, he was, a, he, he was outside, we were outside the office, right? Coming to grab some mm. lunch. Then mm. I bot dialed Kaya's number whilst mm. I was having a conversation with this guy. Mm. However... In this conversation, this guy was telling me how Kaya ill treats me and all of that. But I was, I was saying to, to him, you should stop. Because trust me, if my man finds out about you, one of us is going to get hurt and that's definitely not me. Yeah. So you should stop this business. Yeah. Kaya was listening to all of this. Then he calls me, he says, hey, babe, where are you? I say, I'm at the office. Then he says, okay, fine. That's it. Five minutes later, literally five minutes, Tinto, he shows up behind the guy's car. Mm-mm. I get out of the car. Mm. Now I'm just standing there. Then he says to me, Nubia, I called you. You said you're at the office. Then I said, yes, I'm at the office. He says, but you're outside. I'm like, but then ah. this is literally my work vicinity. So I am mm. here. Mm. Then he says, so who's this guy? I said, he's my colleague. We work together. Then he says, so why is he making advances? And they say, I, I say to him, I cannot stop any guy making advances. What I can stop them from doing is touching me or me actually being in a relationship with them. But then mm. I cannot stop anyone from making advances. Mm. Then he drives off, speeds off. Then he doesn't talk to me. He doesn't do anything. Then now his friend is calling me. What did you do? My man, my, my friend is not in a good space and all of that. Then I said, what did he say I did? Mm. Then he says to me, he says, you're cheating. I uh, said, what? Uh, I'm cheating with who? Then he says, um, this guy. So uh, bear in mind, we never had a conversation about this guy with either Kaya or his friend. But this guy uh, was giving me details of my colleague where mm-mm, he stays. Mm-mm. Where he stays? Pos- where he stays. His position at our company. Yeah. Where his ex-girlfriend is, where she stays, mm-hmm. where she works, his work experience, where he was working before, prior to him coming to the company that I was working at. Mm-hmm. Then his last statement, he said to me, you sure like to see people get hurt. Mm-hmm. Then now, funny enough, I'm the one who then went back to Kaya to say, you know what? I'm sorry, but there was nothing mm-hmm. going on between me and this guy. And yeah. I even said to him, if you, you listen to the conversation, I was telling this guy to stop. Mm-hmm. So I don't see where the problem is. And he mm-hmm. says, the fact that you're actually comfortable having a conversation with the man who's making on you in his <sighs> car. But you're telling the, the man pro- to stop, guys. So you're uncomfortable. Stop. I don't That's what it. my stop. problem is. Mm. I said, okay. So what does this mean? Are we done? Do you want to walk away or what? 
He says, no, I won't leave you. You are mine. There's other guys who will go. I'm not going anyway. Mm. In that moment, it, in that moment, really didn't mean much to me. You know, I was just like, oh, okay, he's just being himself. That's fine. After that, I think a month later, but then he was now being shady. You get it. Mm. And it was the manipulation of, but I just found you with that guy. Mm. So yeah, you got to deal with my, my bullshit also, because I just found you with this guy. Um, I said, okay, that's fine. Let me try. Let me try to do this. Since I was in the wrong, in my head, I was in the wrong. What in my in the head. Wrong for, for, for sitting in someone's car. For sitting in this guy's car. And right. actually talking to him about my man and my relationship. So in my head, I convinced myself that I was wrong. So okay. yes, whatever this guy is doing, I deserve it. Let right. him continue. Then he continued his, his business. Then I think two, three months down the line, I... I called my mom and then she said, I just said to my mom, I can't really tell you what's going on in my life, but I need you to pray with me and pray for me. Mm. And my mom says, Oh, okay, that's fine. Babe, I'll, I'll pray with you and I'll pray for you. And then we, mm. I think we had like a week of prayer and stuff like that. Then I had a dream and I saw a girl who was holding a baby, mm. but in my head, I just said to myself, that definitely is not me. <laughs> I'm mm. not holding no baby for the next decade of my life. Please. Back yeah. to Sander. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to have no kids, no? Nope. At that point? Okay, right. At mm. the point, well, and right now, I think for, I, I don't think I want to have kids. I don't, I don't think I want to have kids, but a story for another day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he just rocks up to my house. He says, can we talk? And I said, sure. What's, what's happening? Then he says, so do you remember when we had that fight about the guy at your office? I said to him, yes. What's up? Mm. He says to me, I was so angry. I was hurt. Okay. Okay. Where this is coming from? This is not an apology. Clearly you did something, but continue, mister. He says, mm. so I was angry. I was very mad and I was hurt. In my head, I'm thinking, why were you hurt? I was talking to a guy about you. But anyway, mm. okay, continue. Then he says, so I slept with someone else. Uh. I'm like, wait a minute, you did what? Like, yes, so I slept with someone else and she is pregnant. Uh. Then I say to him, okay, now that you've slept with someone and you claim you were hurt and you're angry, Mr. Do you feel better? And mm. are we even? Because mm. this, this, in your own words, was done because of the fact that I had been talking to some other guy. Mm. So are we even? And do you feel better? He says, no, that's not it. It just happened. It was a mistake. And I said, Jim, how do I know that this happened after my incident with that guy at my office. What if this girl has always been in your life? Because, yeah. mister, you have women in your life. Mm. Then he says to me, no, it's not even that. I said to him, I have no guarantee and I have no proof to say it was done. Whatever you guys did, you had sex after the incident with the guy at my office. Mm. He says, no, that's not it. And I said to him, uh, you know what? I've got nothing to say right now. <laughs> this is a bit too much for me. Please go. Mm. Then he leaves. 
Then he's trying to call me, text me. I'm not picking up. Then the one day I called him, I said to him, can we have a conversation about this pregnant girl? Mm. Then he says to me, do you want to have it now? Then I said, yes, I want to have this conversation with you now. Then he says to me, you're the one who's always complaining about me doing things at my convenience. So I'm sorry, I can't have this conversation with you. Uh, wow. Because I was at your house and wanted to talk to you, but then you told me you couldn't talk to me at that moment. So wow, I can't have this conversation with you right now. Mm. I said to him, oh, okay, that's nice. It was nice knowing you, sir. So I was leaving the country for work and I was going to be gone for two weeks. Then I, I blocked him everywhere. Oh. Then flew out the next day. Then, so I think now that after the conversation, I don't know, now maybe he came back to his senses and then he was trying to call me, but you could not get a hold of me. Oh. So now I was getting all this, the, this weird Instagram requests, this weird Twitter, tweet, Twitter follows and all of that drama. Oh, oh. Then I just, I was not responding or anything. Then the day I got back um, from where I'd gone from work, mm. I asked a friend of mine to come, to come get me mm. from the airport. Mm. The moment I got to my house, Tinto, mm. so it was, um, it was a complex. The lady from the other house walks up to me and then she says to me, there was a certain guy who, was looking, who came looking for you. Mm. Then she described um, this guy. And guess what? This was Kai's best friend from the description. She literally walked up to me when I was unlocking the door and putting the bags in the house. And five minutes, five minutes is too long at a time. I think three minutes into the house, I called the friend who had gotten me from the airport and said, guess what? Mr. sent his best friend to come look for me here. The moment I hung up that call, the guy from the gate was telling me there's a visitor and it was the same guy. Uh, what a coincidence is that? Literally five minutes, I'm back in the country and I'm getting into my house. That guy's back. What a, wh- how is that a coincidence? Ah, uh, yeah. It's not. It doesn't make sense. Mm, mm. I say to this guy, how many times has this guy come to this complex? Mm. He says to me, a few times. I'm like, how is it a few times? He's never been to my house. So how has he been in this complex a few times? Mm. So then when they left, I said to him, have you seen this this car before? Mm. He says, yes. I said, how many times? He says, countless times. These guys are always here. Mm. Now I'm panicking. And this guy is outside my door. Wanting to talk to me. Mm. I don't let this guy inside my house. I got to the door. Hi, hi, how are you? Um, so I'm here because of Kaya. I know you guys forward. We've been trying to get a hold of you. And so now I'm just, I was in that zone where I'm thinking, how did you get here? Mm. And how is it that Tinto, it was literally five minutes. Like my bags, you know, when you get to the house, my ba- I was still removing my shoes. Yeah. My bags were still by the door. Mm. I hadn't even sat down or had a glass of water. None of that. Mm. And then this guy's, this guy's somehow randomly, weirdly was at my complex. I talked to him. 
I said, you know what, your friend seems, doesn't seem to want to have a conversation with me or apologize, or maybe, I don't know if it's closure that he might be able to give me with regards to this pregnant girl. So I, it's fine. I let it go. He says, no, you guys need to talk about this. Maybe the closure that you seek, you'll find it when you have a conversation with him. I said, fine, I'll have a conversation with this guy later. Mm. But for now, I need to rest. I'm really tired. I was done. The next day, my, one of my friends was flying out of the country, going back. Um, because she wasn't living in Zim anymore. Mm. So she was flying out of the country. Then I said to, I went there, you know, we had like a launch here and whatever with the girls. Then this guy is at the place where we were. Texts mm. me and says to me, I'm outside. Can we talk? Eish. Ah, this is scary, man. What do you mean you're outside? Mm. So for now, I can't explain it to these women mm. that my man is outside and he wants to talk to me. Mm. I don't know how he got where I am. Mm. So I was trying, I was still trying to understand it. Now at the same time, I cannot tell this, this women what's going on because I, I could not make sense of it as well. Yeah. I tell him I'm not coming. Please go. Mm. Then he goes, I go back to my house later on in the night. He calls me. I'm outside your house. Ah, I need to talk shaman. to you. And, and like he says this within how many minutes of you getting home? I'm probably, you know, 10, 15, where you're checking up with everyone else, yeah, say, yeah. you get home safe, yeah, yeah. you're mm. removing your shoes, yeah, you're getting comfortable. Yeah, but it wasn't a very, it wasn't a very, usually it was not a long space of time. It was just a short space of time. Mm. Where he then texts me this. Mm. I say, fine. I go outside. I didn't, I, I didn't let this guy inside my house. I go outside. I say, okay, are you following me? Again, I'm going to ask you this question. Mm. He says, no. Then I said, so how do you know I'm home? Mm. And how did you know where I was? Because we haven't spoken since I got back or since I left. So how do you know? Mm. He says, I just know. Your friends posted. And then I, I told him, if any of my friends posted, I'm sure no one posted a location and where we were is not one of those places where you would know this is this building or yeah. this restaurant or this is this place. Yeah. So how did you know? He still says, I just know. I said, okay, fine. So what do you want? He apologizes. He starts, starts apologizing. And then it was another week or month of this whole love bombing of, you know, doing everything that would make me feel good, mm. would make me feel nice and everything like that. Mm. And in a certain way, he would bring we would bring you'd always bring up this guy so that I feel bad that okay, so he forgave me for talking to this guy in his car, so I might as well forgive him for sleeping with this lady. Mm. That was the context of the conversation. Mm. Then I forgive this guy again, but then the manipulation now continues. Can I have your phone, right? Um, mm. I want to send mom money using, do you have money? Yes. I want to send, um, mom money using your phone. And then this mm. is the money, whatever. But then it's, it was a way of getting to my phone, to my charts, to my social media. Mm. But then in that moment, I didn't notice. I only noticed later on when you, I'll go to the recently used apps and I'll be thinking, okay, I wasn't on Twitter. Oh, I wasn't on Instagram. Yeah. You know, that's, I, I wasn't in my email recently so what's going on that's when i would only notice it now um that being said and done so i then left the country again for work mm. and so i was just feeling a bit funny 
At the same time, I was saying to myself, I'm done with this relationship. That I'm constantly anxious. I'm constantly looking over my shoulder. Mm. I'm done. I want to call it quits. I leave the country for work. Then mm. somehow I can't keep food down. Mm. One of my colleagues says to me, you left your food in the car. People, people who know me know me and my food. We don't yeah. play like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me to take my doggy back and tomorrow morning I'm having it for, I'm having that leftover for you, breakfast. You like your food. You want your food. Yes, I want my mm. food. Now he says, he, he walks up to my hotel room like, dude, you forgot your food. Mm. I just got you your food. Mm, mm. Then he randomly says to me, do you know how much you hate me these days and how much I know you at the office? Just in case you haven't noticed. Man, are you pregnant? Ah. Now I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You could actually be making sense, but at the same time, I can't tell him this. At the same time, I don't want those assumptions to be my reality. Mm. I simply say it in my head, say thank you for the food, then get into my hotel room. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm going to my app. I'm going to Flo. Aunt Flo is saying, yeah, no, auntie, we are late. I'm thinking, holy moly. I have, I have a relationship that's stressing me back at home. Mm. I have a meeting that's very important the following morning. Two of them that are very, very important. The following morning, I can't sleep. Mm. I wake up. I, so this was, those were the days of um, when COVID vaccines were starting, right? Yeah. Then when I went to get my vaccine, um, there was the part of the film where it says, um, do you think you might be pregnant? Right. Then I thought about it. Then I simply said, no, then mm. I got my shot. Mm. But after the short, then I got one pregnancy test. Got to the hotel room. I tested positive. Mm-mm. Then I said to myself, no man, nah, let me get another one. Then I got the clear blue ones, two of them. And simply went TT, <laughs> then says two or three weeks plus. I'm only laughing because the way that you said that the clear blue thing just went TT. <laughs> <laughs> and boom, two, three weeks pregnant. Tinto, I said fuck 165 times. Mm. I put my big gold pants on. Tried to eat something, couldn't go down, just got my doggy bag, went back to the hotel, did my meeting, finished it, took a shower, wore my pajamas, closed the blinds, went to bed. Mm. And I woke up. This guy's calling me, my room is dark. He video calls me. Mm. He says, Why is your room dark? Mm. What do you have in ah. there? <laughs> Uh, I said, I'm not okay. And I'm having a very bad day. I don't think I have time for your mm. assumptions mm. and all of this. Mm. Anyway, let me open my blinds. So you see who's in my room. Mm. I opened the blinds and then my eyes are swollen. He says to me, what's wrong? I said, I'm pregnant. And guess what he says? It's that other guy. Nope. Mm. Congratulations. Mm. 
and he hung up on me. Mm. Spent another week doing work. And then I said, um, I'm back tomorrow. Would you be able to come get me at the airport? He says, yes. Mind you, in this whole seven, eight days that after I told him, there was no talk about this pregnancy. Nothing at all. Mm. I'm like, fine. That's okay, sir. It's okay. I go to, I leave. He says, yes, I'm going to come get you. Then me knowing this person, I confirmed before I left, before I boarded. I was like, okay, just one last time. Please confirm you're coming to get me. If not, so that I make another plan. Then he says, if you have another guy coming to get you, just tell them to come get you. Ah. Why should I confirm a million times that I'm coming to pick you up? Pezo. Then I said to him, it's not that deep. I was just asking for confirmation so that I'm not stuck at the airport. Yeah. Then he says, I said, I'm coming. That's it. I'm like, fine. Mind you, my headspace is just all over now. Yeah. I get, I get back to, I get back home. Then, um, Kaya was picking up his sister and her friend, right? No, he wasn't picking them up. His sister and their friend were coming back also. Yeah. I walk, <laughs> Tinto, I walked out of the airport with my bags. He wasn't waiting, you know, that moment when you're waiting, when you're still in the airport. No, 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 no. He was sitting comfortably in his car. He helped his sister and her friend load their bags into the car that was taking them home or wherever they were going. Got back into his car. I packed my bags into his car by myself. Sat in the car. And I said to him, you could have at least just helped me, just helped me. Get the bags into the car. Yeah. Then he said, you should have said. Ah, my guy, my guy, my guy. Hey, 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 hey. This guy's asshole meter is on a million. <sighs> hey. I said, no, it's fine. We get to my house. You simply got the bags out. And put them by my pavement, not even my door, my pavement. Mm. Then he, he gets into his car to leave. Then I say to him, so we're not going to have this conversation. We're not going to talk about it. Then he says, we will. That's it. Closes his door, drives off. I get my bags into my house, close the door, and I drown into a pool of tears. Oh, shame, man. I drown into a pool of tears. Um, there's no, are you suddenly in? Okay. Okay. There's nothing missing from your bags. Do you have all your bags? Yes. That's it. A day passed, two days passed, a whole week passed. Mm. Not talk about the baby. Then he then came a week later. I said to him, so are we not, are we ever going to have this conversation or not? Then guess what now? Mm. I was getting the, there's this guy named Tinto who was calling you when you came back from Zambia. What is he to you? 
Mm-mm. What's your relationship like? What did you do with him? Mm-mm. There's this guy named Ningi. What? There's this guy named So and So. There's this guy named X. There's this guy named X. Jeez. There's your X named this guy. When was the last time you spoke to him? Why was he liking your Instagram? Why was he posting on your Insta? Why was he commenting on your Instagram post? Nah, this guy. This guy. This guy. This this guy. This this guy. Then I say to him, um, I could answer all your questions right now. And I could tell you what these guys mean to me. Who's, who's this guy and who's the next person? I could do all of that. But that's not why. That's not the conversation I want to have with you right now. Mm. Because now your conversation are making me think, maybe you're thinking twice about this whole thing. I don't want to think what I think you're thinking right now. Yeah. So if, you're, if we're not going to talk about me being pregnant, sir, you might as well just leave. Then he says, it's because there's someone else. We can take care of you and we can take care of your knees or we can even take care of you and your baby. So that's why that's the only reason why you would chase me out. Then I said to him, if that's what you think and if that's make you, if that makes you feel better, then please sure. Yes. There's another person. Yeah. And he leaves just like that. He leaves. I'm like, it's okay. I text him and then I tell him I'm going to the doctor. Because I don't know what's happening. This is my first time being pregnant. I've got so much going on. I've got a million questions. I'm going to the doctor. Would you want to come with? Mm. Then he says to me, you chased me away from your house. You didn't want to have a conversation with me. So why am I being involved? Mm. I said, okay, no, that's fine. So then there was a guy who, remember the guy who brought my food at the hotel when I traveled? And then who asked me if I was or if I wasn't pregnant. Yes, yes. Then I told him, guess what? Your assumptions were right. Mm. Clearly, my baby doesn't like you. You're annoying. That's why I've always, because me and him were at each other's throat the whole time. Yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. Then he says to me, okay, no, that's fine. So who is Kaya coming with? I said, no. He says to me, what do you mean no? I'm like, exactly that. He's not coming. Kaya's not coming. He says to me, would you want me to come with? I mean, mm. you said you're going, you're going for, you're going during lunch time, so I won't be in the mm. office. I might as well just tell to come with. Are you forgetting this guy follows you, my guy? Whilst you're having this conversation, and this man is already saying this, this dude and that dude and that dude. Why, yes. why would you take the risk of going for this baby thing with a guy knowing it's going to give you a holler? Because in that moment, I needed someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. In that moment, I really needed someone to hold my hand. Mm. And that guy was that person. So we went there and I got, um, we did everything, this con and everything. He's holding my, like, do you want me to come in with you? Do you want me to hold your hand? I said, yes, please. Definitely. (laughs) And he says to me, okay. So this is, this is where the part about owning your own shit comes, comes to play. Mm. Because why was I at the doctor's appointment with a guy who is not my man? Uh, you see, yeah, but but understandably, you know, you've said you needed someone, and and I've spoken to a lot of people who've been through that process on their own, and it's heartbreaking. So I get it. It's just unfortunate that you have a guy on the other side who just doesn't seem to be moving correct. So we get there, and then uh, everything is done, and by that time. I- I was seven and a half weeks. Yeah. For me, it wasn't that, oh my gosh, moment. Okay, like we see in the movies. I don't mm. know about other mothers, but yeah. for me, I think with everything that is going on around me, it was just like, oh, okay. 
moment. Mm. And this guy holding my hand is even more excited than I am. Mm. And then we wrap up everything and then I leave. But at the same time, I'm thinking, so do I call this guy mm. or do I just, so, or should I just face the reality that I'm going to be doing this journey on my own? Mm. And yeah, let's just say Kaya didn't pull through in that moment, but what he managed to do was continue be a cycle. You know what I'm going to do? Because I can feel there's so much more to go through and looking at the way our time is, I really don't want to rush this because I feel there's a lot. So this is going to turn into a two-part. Okay. Because mm, I have a feeling the real madness is just about to start. It's only starting. You see, I had a feeling it would. <laughs> so, hey, for everybody who's been listening to this episode, I'm going to have to catch you guys in next week's episode where we have part two of the madness that is continuing to build. You've been listening to part one of this TFS episode, and I'll catch you in next weekend's episode. Peace. Tell me what you're feeling Now that it's over Sad tears and doubt or whining And Jack is angry Let me talk about my feelings Let me talk about my feelings Yeah Rudoy motor no toku jizir wa mai Jizir wa amai Love is a dying Rudoy motor no toku